What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Discover Connection. Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live, show number 15. We are your hosts, Dave and... Violet. Uh, Jason's off today. He'll be with us next time. Our guest today is Emily Blank. Emily is a dear friend of mine, and I've known her for years, and she's wonderful. Emily is a trans medium that has created her own modality of energy healing, which she calls Source Immersion Therapy. During client sessions, she channels the personal creation energy that matches the vibrations of her clients. In doing so, she raises their vibrations, which helps them to attract and create more of what they want into their lives. Emily finds joy as a spiritual teacher, bringing others into a higher level of spiritual understanding. Most clients work with Emily on a weekly or biweekly basis until they're able to heal their relationships with themselves and their lives while creating energetic pathways towards your future goals and plans. Welcome, Emily. It's so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Well, since one of the primary things uh, around you is your mediumship, let's talk about that. Uh, we've had other flavors of mediums on here, and you're a trans medium, and you said you have your own modality. So so let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. When I work with clients, I, I work with a um the goal of healing them in general. So I just kind of open myself up to their energy and I um, connect to them as, as to their spirit, to their soul. Because I've learned that um, the people that I'm, that I'm working with here in the physical form are not anywhere near the same as their, their spirit is most of the time. So um, I like to work with their spirit because it tells me what they, who they really are, they're deep down. And so I channel messages from their own, their own soul to them during my sessions. And then I'll also bring in um, other people that have passed away, grandparents, um, other relatives that are on the other side that want to come in and give guidance too. I'll also channel those beings as well. And then any other spirit guides, or if there's messages from archangels or just anyone that wants to come in. So basically when I start the session, I just ask, I pray for this person and say, please step forward, whoever wants to help this person to heal today to their highest good. And then that just opens it up to that to that, um, that energy to come in. So that's what I do, and I just work vibrationally. So basically everybody's on a different frequency or vibration. Every single soul is, is different as unique. Um, so I basically ta- I, I adjust my own frequency to I can basically match the vibration of other people. So I just match them. So I work with them as one. So I heal my the energy through myself. I pull it through myself, and then I push it like as a trance. I trance the energy through, and then I push it through my body 
into the third dimension here into them. And it doesn't matter where they are. I mostly work remote all around the country. So um, that's why I just bring the energy that matches their vibration. So some people will feel it and they'll start to basically raise their vibration higher so they're starting to attract a higher frequency of um, experiences into their life at that point. So, yeah, that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, you, you make it sound so easy. <laughs> right. I do. I go into like a trance-like state. I usually work. I work pretty much over over the phone completely. I don't have a lot of people here in South Carolina that I work with, but. Um, so I go into a trance. So if you're sitting next to me, like, um, while I'm working, I have my eyes closed. I'm in a different place. I'm in the spirit realm with this person's spirit, and we're having a conversation. <laughs> I'm asking them, so what is this? What is so-and-so? Who does so-and-so need? What are they missing in their life? And a lot of things will come through, and people will be like, I was just thinking about that. Oh, my, like, you read my mind. Because I have a kind of work telepathically as well as they connect. As their soul connects into their human experience, they kind of, they, um, the thoughts patterns are the kind of being shifted as well as they're shifting to a higher level of consciousness. I can actually go into their um, energy of their thoughts and slow them down and kind of um, sweep them out so they can clear their mind as well. So that helps with um, them being more open to the experience. Well, since you, you talk about trans mediumship, uh, you're still fully present, though, when you're doing this, right? Yes, so you can I talk am. to the client yes. when it's over? Yeah, and they can ask questions while I'm in that state. They can talk, and I will answer them. Um, their guides will just come through and answer their questions or whoever whoever I'm, I'm communicating with at that time. But most of the time I'm listening. I'm quiet during the sessions, and I'm in kind of a trance-like state. I'm in, like, a meditative state with their spirit, and I'm just asking questions and sending energy through through their body and healing their spirit and their body. So, and then things will come through. So, yeah, I am in a, definitely in an aware state, but I'm just in a different level of consciousness. I'm not like the same. Emily, like, I'm in a higher, I'm in my higher self. I'm basically acting as my higher self at that point. So. So, so you're Emily with an asterisk then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Emily. yeah, yeah, super Emily at that point. Yeah, I just kind of, I try to stay in my high, I try to stay with my higher self all day long, you know, but <laughs> things happen and you kind of get, like, thrown off the vibration, you know, with life and all, but, um, but when I'm working, I definitely shift into the highest self that I can shift into and so I can guide people. I help people make decisions, too. A lot of people um, have a hard time making choices. Um, or they feel like they don't have any, at first they feel like they don't have any choices to change their life or to change. Um, so we try to find their choices for them. Their guides will come through and tell them what their choices are, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, that's right. So it just kind of goes, things they already know sometimes, that it's a validation and confirmation for them to hear that coming from an outside person that doesn't know them. So um, it's just nice. And then they get to chart to make choices. And I work with people on a regular basis most of the time, People come back for another session, um, I've been finding, because it helps to kind of keep them on track and give them, like, energy tune-ups, get their energy back up to where it's supposed to be and keep raising their vibration as they go along. And as they're making these choices to change their lives, 
they kind of need that support. So I give them kind of the support. So it's kind of like a little bit of therapy <laughs> with energy and um, Dr. Phil and, you know, just kind of giving them um, <laughs> real life advice to you, like, like from my personal experience as Emily, you know, it's like, uh, you know, because um, I used to be a bank, I worked in banking for a long time, so I have a lot of um, business experience. So I do also do intuitive business consulting with, with some clients that own their own businesses, which is really fun, and um, different things will come through to help them to where they want to go with their business and stuff. So, yeah. Well, how did you get started in this? I know you, you've had an interesting, uh, I'll say, teenage <laughs> years and uh, leading into all this. Uh, how did that happen? Well, um well, back to the beginning, I've always just kind of been more sensitive to, um, like, feelings of others, you know, and, like, just I never realized it, that I was, like, I was empathic, I guess you could say. Um, but I never really um, realized it until I had my kids. When I had my kids, when they were, like, my son was three and my daughter was four, they started to have experiences where they're, like, um, Mom, I'm seeing that there's a man in my room, or they're they're talking about these beings or like imaginary friends, I guess you could say, that aren't I cannot see them, but they're very sure that they're there. So my kids really helped me like to wake up. It helped me to kind of remember when I was a kid, I used to see things in my room too. So I was like, wow, it's coming full circle. And my parents didn't believe me, <laughs> you know. They're like, it's okay, just go back to bed, you know, whatever. There's nothing there. <laughs> So, you know, I didn't want my kid. I got, like, weird chills in my body. I started feeling like, I guess we call them the truth chills now. I get, I got started getting weird chills in my body that I never felt before. Um, my kids were talking to me, and I was like, there's something here. There's this, you know, so I just kind of waking up, and then I met you. I I needed a, a home clearing because my house was just full <laughs> of all kinds of different beings trying to get our attention. <laughs> Say, wake up, hello. We're, you know, you have to see it. You know, you're meant to communicate with us. So they knew, you know. So anyway, so that's when I met you. And you taught me about how to do entity clearing and healing, energy healing. And, and then through my own meditations over the years, I just started to meditate every day. And I learned a lot from spiritual beings of how energy works. I remembered. I started remembering who I was. But my first question was, like, who am I? Why am I here? Why do I, why do I have this gift? Why can I see things that other people can't see, you know? So I started questioning. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a lot of questions. So I really, truly believe that the more questions that you have, the faster you're going to grow because you're going to start getting those answers. It's like through intention. When you start to you ask a question to yourself, then you just kind of wait for the answer to come. And it may not come right away. It may come in like a week or three days, but something will happen that was going to give you that answer that you're looking for. And it kind of click, clicks with you, and then your life becomes kind of like it gets onto this vibration or frequency of like synchronicity where you're just flowing and understanding more and more about about why you're here, your purpose, you know, in general. And this is for everyone who wants to start the journey of meditation because that's really what changed my life was, was meditation and opening myself up to the good that's there, the love that's available to um, to um, be accessed. Um, that's kind of how I started. And then I started working with energy healing, and when I first realized, like, I have light, that everyone has light inside of them as well, but I have this light that I can, like, send out 
my third eye kind of opened up and I started being able to see things that I used to think were my imagination, but there are things I was creating in en- with energy, you know, <laughs> you know, and other people feel I can just like create it in my mind and I started learning how to use different types of energy to heal people. I started working with Jesus a lot right away. Um, Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene. And then I started working with like even the Greek gods like Zeus and, and um, Hermes. Wow. And that, yeah, that was really fun. And um, some different Native American um, beings like Grandfather of the West. I really love him a lot. He's like um, really a great teacher for me. Um, yeah, so then I just started more and more spiritual things would come along my journey and just help me and teach me different things. And I started channeling them and writing down messages, and that's just kind of where it started. Emily, you talk about you talk about when you work with people, um, you raise their vibration or connect their vibration. Do you find that um, people? way off their path quite a bit and and they kind of get lost and then by putting them back on they find their place again is that how the vibrational healing energy works as far as raising it yes yes that's exactly right and some people can maintain it they're basically the goal after every session is to be able to maintain this this vibration as long as possible i kind of have a Uh joke with people keep this you know you relax state because when i'm done working with them they're like in such a they're in a peaceful state they're like wow i feel like i don't feel anything i feel so good and i ask them a question well do you have anything else you want to work on most people feel like i have no idea i can't even think of a thought right now because there's literally no thoughts in their head but I'm done with that. Uh-huh. Like they're just sitting in this peaceful state, like a being, like a, you know, like this meditative state. So, yeah, that's definitely the um, the point. So when you're in the high vibrations, so it's basically higher vibrations of love. So I just bring them to, like, the source level of love, their their own individual, like, zen place, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then things will happen, you know, in life that create fear or anxiety or anything else that's other than less stress that happens in their daily life, you know, that throat, that brings them down. Basically, it just adds a layer of energy on it. It makes them heavy. Like, so there's some anxiety about their car, they need new tires in their car or something or whatever, you know, little things will happen, you know, or they're worried about their kids or they're worried about money or whatever. Something didn't go their way, the way they were expecting, and it just kind of adds a level, layer of, you know, nervousness, anxiety, fear, these different um vibrations will come in and it will kind of weigh this, bring this person back down from that peaceful state of being back into this, this 3D by place where you're like, oh, it's heavier, you know. So, yeah, I just kind of give them tune-ups, tune them back up, up and hopefully and I try to bring them up even higher each time than they were the time before. So it's, it's, really, it's really awesome to see people's own growth. You know, and and the ones that really take it and they they meditate. Because I ask everyone to meditate as well while they're working with me. I want you to meditate, you know, every day and just set that intention to have that mm-hmm. love energy come into your life. You know, and I also work with their. I didn't really talk about this yet, but the pers their personal love source like that comes in through their head. I teach them how to pull that in to to kind of bring in that source on their own. Because my goal is for them to be able to do this on their own. Because I have, there's, you know, people don't work with me forever, you know, it's just for a period of time until they're ready to kind of graduate, and they're masters, mm-hmm. and they're able to do that, um, bring themselves back to that happy place all by themselves. That's my goal, ultimately, you know. So, um, yeah. What do, you, what do you tell people, what do you tell people, Emily, that are like, 
oh, I can't meditate. I, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that because a lot of people just block mm-hmm. off. And I find that people don't always have a good sense of what meditation really is, and it can be lots of different things. Yes. Um, I try to be very realistic when it comes to meditate, to teaching about meditation. I'll just tell you what I tell my clients. Um, so I get that question all the time. And um, basically I tell them first, because you're not going to be able to clear your, all your thoughts right away. Like that's just not realistic. And people say just clear your mind and that's not, people cannot clear their minds like that. They have these inset patterns of thoughts that are, are running and running and running. So basically I try to shift their focus and get them focused on other things. So first I tell them to listen, to sit and listen to music, any music that they want that makes them happy, that has a high vibration, like a song that you sing along to that gives you chills, that you love, you know, so different music. So first pick your music and just focus only on the words to that song. So instead of thinking about, like, the other million things you have to do or that you're thinking about, you're only focusing on the words of the song. If you're singing along in your head and you're just, like, you're really, you're basically shifting your mind away from all the junk, Junk mm-hmm. thoughts that are cluttering you, and you're only focused on the words of the song. So that's the first step. So they can do that until they get really good at that, where they're really great at just shifting and just focusing in one area. Because the mind is so powerful, it can be focused and it can zoom out in like ten different directions at the same time. <laughs> you know, you have these like recurring mm-hmm. thoughts that are just like on a loop. So they focus, they they break that pattern and focus on the words. And then once they get good at that, then they can switch to like meditation music, where they have the dodeca you know, Tibetan singing bowl or something like with a, with a very strong, like, song or just, like, a melody, a melody that they can focus on. And then they're only thinking about the melody of the song. And then once they can get to the point where they're no longer even, um, they just kind of move up from there. So as they go, then they won't even be, then the next step would be they don't even, they aren't even aware of the song anymore. All they're aware of is their own breath. And they're just into their breathing. They're just doing their breathing. And only focus, only thinking about their breaths in and out, in and out. So just nothing else in the mind at all. Only on the body. They're focused on their body, and their body will start to relax, and they'll be able to go to higher levels or deeper levels of meditation at that point. So it's pretty much a process for them to go through. I love through. that. I yeah. Love that. They work towards it. That. So just saying, just clear your mind and meditate already. It doesn't work. You know, <laughs> people get frustrated. You know, <laughs> you know? come on. Yeah, so I, t- I just kind of tell them what I do. That's kind of what I did to learn how to do it. She trained myself, my own mind. Um, anyway. Yeah. I love that. I love, thank I love you. the process. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you. I get lots of people that are like, oh, I can't meditate. And I go, meditation's a lot of things. Meditation can be sitting in silence, drinking your cup of coffee, and being mm-hmm. aware of all of your senses. Just. Being yeah. aware of the moment and being present. Exactly. It can be so many things. It's not always three hours of, um. No. Well, and as they go <laughs> along, they become, they basically take, it's basically all meditation is taking control of your own mind and your own right. state of being, your own your own state of consciousness, awareness, what you're aware of, what you're choosing to be aware of in that moment. So it's like, it's just, it's just training the mind. So once they get to that point, you can meditate doing anything. I, I can meditate and drive even. I can just be like totally calm, you know, and just in this other, you know, it's just, it's just a different state of mind, a state of being, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's just more peaceful and more controlled, like less chaotic, you know, where you're just in that moment, like you said, and 
enjoying that and feeling gratitude, you know, for being able to be in that peaceful state. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks for thanks for sharing that because that's that's pretty awesome. And I I love the process of raising people's vibration and putting them more energetically aligned with who they're supposed to be or or who they are um and mm-hmm. what they're here what they're here to accomplish because i find people get off path occasionally and some of mm-hmm. us you know all of us do i mean no matter yes. how long you've been on this journey we all get distracted it's like shiny shiny oh oh I yes distracted is a great off. word for <laughs> yeah it really is anything that distracts you from your own inner peace is just like it's just it's not it's just extra you know it's not worth it it's just right. distractions you know um the true truth is, is peace and love anything other than that's just lying to you <laughs> you know it's not right for you right so i tell right. people to, like to make decisions like you make decisions from the standpoint of like will this bring me peace will this decision bring me peace and if it's not going to bring you peace then you shouldn't probably shouldn't be doing it you know, unless you have to. I mean, we all have things that we have to do that we don't love. But if we have a choice, you know, then it's always great, better to pick the one that's going to give you the less drama, the least drama, <laughs> bring the least drama into your life, you know. Keep your peace, peaceful harmony going. Right. Sometimes it's not the choice, it's how we do it, right? It's not what we're picking, but how we're how we're approaching it or conquering it. For example, I have a spiritual center. It's a lot of work, right? And um, it's about how I approach it to create that peace and that love and that space um, versus necessarily the choice. It's how I do it sometimes that we need to look at because we tend to do it the hard way and it can be done so much easier. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. (laughs) We tend to make it difficult. Well, Dave mentioned something about fairies. What is it with you and fairies? Oh, I have. I live in this beautiful um, forest in South Carolina on a lake. And when I first moved here, um, I, I took a lot of videos of fairies. I was taking videos of my children playing and stuff. I have one of my daughter climbing a tree. And in the video, which I didn't notice until after I watched the playback, there's this little green fairy with wings and a body like a white, little white ball flying all around, all around my daughter in the tree. So I started talking to this fairy, and her name is Aniel, and she lives here, and she has, there's a whole group of them here in the lake. This, they take care of the trees and the, you know, the birds, and this is also a bird sanctuary. So they just, they just, they live here, and they care for um, the nature, but it's, it's, it's been fun to kind of get to see all the elementals that live in the forest. So. I love that. Actually, yeah, yeah. There's lots of bird spirits here too. We have a lot of um, a lot of times when I'm doing my healing work, I like to sit outside if I can because it's great to have your mm-hmm. office outside and all the birds are chirping. But I'll see like um, out souls of different like I have car- the birds that I have. I have cardinals and chickadees and all these little birds like robins and turtle doves and I'll see their soul, their spirits in my healing around my clients in my mind. I'll, I can see them coming in to help. It's really, it's interesting. I have a deer and bunnies and squirrels. I'll see these little um, outlines of their souls 
coming to join in the healing energy. So it's really interesting. It's <laughs> interesting to work with the, these elemental spirits. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. That's beautiful. We have fairy houses throughout the center, and we um, we get yeah. people to go look for them. So the fairies are here, and we do fairy parties. So the fairies oh, love awesome. me. I love it. Being that's here awesome. in the center. So that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I love fairies love story. humans. Like overall, yeah, fairies love us. They love humans. I think we're really interesting. You know, for the most part, they really love to inter- be able to interact with us. So they get uh-huh. excited if somebody can see them, you know. And I, I've noticed that they want to be on camera sometimes, too. I can ask them, who wants to be on camera? And then one will come into my video and they'll see a little, see a little light just, like, darting across the screen, you know, or something. They'll just go through. There's gold ones and, silver and green ones here. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. They like attention, so. <laughs> 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 uh, I've seen some of your videos on your Facebook, and and you know to see them come flying up to the screen by your window and stuff. Uh, yeah, just very cool. You know, it it really dispels all the skeptics who say, "Oh, that's just pretend, or that's just a light, or or you know maybe you faked it." And yeah, what yours when you look at yours, they aren't fake. <laughs> No, I, I mean I don't know how I don't know how I would fix something like that. I don't have the I don't have the technological know how to do it, but you know, but yeah, it's like they're moving independently all by themselves, like all around. <laughs> anyway, they're cute. I need to do another one. I haven't done one in actually a couple of years since I took a fairy video. Fairy video. I see them though in my corners of my eyes, like when I'm outside flying around, like in my garden. I have a big garden here, and they love to work in my garden. I ask them to please keep my garden healthy and abundant, and they do a really good job. They're cute. Well, can I uh, can I talk the little critters out of your garden who would come in and snack? Yes, I don't have, I have, yeah, I do have barriers, like for the deer can't come in my garden, the bunnies can't come into the garden, um, those are our main garden predators here where I live, yeah, they don't come in, they won't go in the garden, Mm-mm. nope. <laughs> right. Yeah, if, if I was an animal spirit and I saw your protection around something, That'd be the last thing I would want to go challenge. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really kind, though. I speak to the animals, like, telepathically as well. Like, I have this deer here that will walk right up to me and eat out of my hands. I mean, just, like, and I talk to it. And it's the only one. There's only one that will do that that knows me. Like, they, these animals look at me like I make eye contact with them for a long time. And they, like, know it's, I have this connection with them. My husband calls me Snow White because I have all these animals that every time I'm sitting outside, they all come right up. And if anyone else is out there, they won't come near anywhere near. Like my husband's out there, they won't. They'll stay back. But it's just me. Like they're, they come. Like this deer will come within like two feet of me, and just look at me. You know, and I'll feed it. I'll get mm-hmm. up and I'll feed it some bird seed, and then I'll and then I'll come and it'll, it'll eat there. Right? It'll just I'll feed the deer right there, and it'll just eat while I'm watching it. Cute. They're beautiful. I love the animals. I love them all. There's lots of dogs here. Yeah, it's fun. I love all the spirits, all the souls, the animal souls. I had a really cool reading the other day. Um, I ch- somebody wanted me to channel their dogs that passed, and it was pretty funny. There was two friends that shared shared an hour session with me. I never had anyone do that. 
they wanted me to channel their dogs, but it was really funny. This one came through. It's like I kept seeing images of scrambled eggs, and I'm like, your dog likes scrambled eggs. She's like, yeah, I used to make scrambled eggs for all the time. That was their favorite shoes. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> the things the dogs had to say, mostly about, like, their food and, like, what they like to do and, like, their scenery. You know, it was really funny. It was a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fun. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we're about at a break point here, so we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Emily Blank. Discover Your Spiritual Gifts has readers available every day starting at 10 a.m., Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We offer 30-minute readings for $50 and 60-minute readings for $90. You can make an appointment or just stop on in for availability. Call ahead at 720-573-4275. Well, thanks for rejoining us. Uh, we're talking to uh, medium Emily Blank, who has many special gifts and skills. And uh, this is a real joy to be talking to you, Emily. Thanks for being on. Oh, thank you. Well, we're, uh, we're talking about so many different things. How do you see people developing their own gifts? Uh, we've talked about meditation some, but when they're ready to move on and really say, uh, gosh, I think I can do that too, I think I have the, the calling to do that, what do you suggest for them? Yeah, I mean, it's really setting the intention. Once they set the intention to develop their gifts, it just kind of starts happening too. They start becoming more aware. of. of it's also listening to yourself and having that good inner dialogue. Because you really want to start talking to your higher self. Like some people, like maybe it's the small voice in your head or, you know, it sounds crazy to start talking to yourself. But I really think it's important for those that want to develop who they are and figure out who they are as a soul, like what kind of soul they are and what their purpose is, is to really start listening to their own voice, the highest voice in their head. So that's really my advice and really start to try to, connect more to your heart because your soul is in your heart. Whatever your heart loves, whatever brings you, makes your heart feel happy and, like, brings you joy, that's coming from your soul. That's coming from God. That's coming from your creator. Your creation energy is in your heart. So it's, like, really starting to listen and feel, learning how to feel with and guide, being guided by the heart and most of all. So... Well, what do you see then, as uh, the, the easiest gifts to, to develop as they're getting on that path? Yeah, you know what? I feel like healing is really – another thing I see is when I start working with pe certain people, um, they'll start to feel their hands tingling when I'm working, when I'm bringing energy through their crown. Initially, they'll start – some people will say, oh, my gosh, my hands are just vibrating. I can feel my hands, my hands. And so I – so I see that as a sign that they are meant to be a healer of some kind. They're here to heal others. They can transmit energy through their hands. So I start to get them practicing using their hands and just putting them either directing energy towards others that they want. I think that's the easiest gift to, to develop is that of healing and bringing that healing energy. It's so natural for some people. They just have that that heart that wants to heal others, you know, so that just comes naturally. It's really whatever comes natural to people. Some people are really, um, they have really, they'll start to have really vivid dreams after I've been working with them for a while. They, 
they start to see things, you know, when they're dreaming and they have a lot of questions about during their next session about all the dreams that they've had. So that's another thing that maybe they're clairvoyance and they're they're starting to um, connect to their subconscious or their higher self in their, in their, while they're dreaming, which is a good sign that they're awakening as well. So that's another one that that happens to people. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Do you mean like as far as like mediumship or if they want to develop? Well, let, let's talk about it'll mediumship start, because some, some people show up with a, a gift of uh, potentially you know, being mediums, doing mediumship, and then the next question is, okay, how do I develop this? And, and you know, there's always the, the concept of uh, I want to be safe uh, around doing this too. Yes. Yes, I always recommend, always setting the again intention to only connect to the to the vibrations of the highest love and light, you know, as the highest good, you know, um, all beings of light, you know, that have my highest good and you know, and just and love. That's that's just where and feeling that love, feeling that love in your heart. It's really, it just really kind of creates that. I guess you could say shield for it. Just kind of creates the shield, but you don't really. I don't think most people need to have a shield once they're connected because you have that light coming through that's going to just pour out of you that anything that's, that's lower vibrational, that's darker, isn't going to be able to come in. You know, it's just not going to be welcomed or comfortable. So you just make it really uncomfortable for the lower vibrations to be around you. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of what how how I would approach it. And then also everyone, even with the mediumships, like I've met people that have um, – they come in different ways. Like some people hear actual voices. You know, they'll hear they'll outside of their ear, talking into their ear. I use my own mind. I everything comes through my is telepathically in my brain, in my own head. So and so people will be like that as well. So it depends on you have to first under you have to first figure out how you're transmitting information, how you're receiving information, how are you receiving. And once they figure that out, then they can develop that more, you know, and just keep doing that more. And it really starts with the meditation, though, and clearing your own thoughts, because once you know your own mind is clear, you can, anything else that comes in at that point is outside of yourself. And you can, you know, discern that more easily if your mind is more clear, less chaotic. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Well, you, um, you're you're a medium, um, but you don't limit it to just uh, what we call dead people, right? You you also bring through other entities. Yeah, I yeah I basically bring through any kind of any entity that's of light that's, that's there, that's in their field. You know, um, everybody has their own kind of soul family around them too, like different spiritual beings. Like some have like. Um, like the Egyptian groups, you know, like we have like a Ra, or we have different like versions of different gods or goddesses. They're all just love vibrations, but they're just a different kind of flavor, you know, that uh-huh. those people. So I just channel whoever's in their their field that wants to give a message. So, yeah, I, I channel Mo, actually, uh, personally, um, for my own, like, messages, I channel Moses a lot, who's one of my... Um, one of my guides, so I do channel him quite a bit and type messages from him and different different spiritual beings. I also channel Jesus. I'll give messages from Jesus or uh, Mother Mary if she comes through. It just depends on who they're 
connected to that I can just channel anyone that's there. I have kind of a universal um, energy that can match the different frequencies of the different beings that want to come through. So as I just basically become one with them, with their consciousness, and then I understand what they want to say, and then I deliver. I just I just deliver the message. So I listen to them, and then I, I put it in my own words for the most part, and deliver it like a real like a real person, you know. <laughs> mhm. Well, do you bring through ETs also? I do. I work with a group of ETs a lot. They're tall and they're they're white and they're very tall. They're called the Akashians. They're like they're they're part of the group that's. Um, that found they created the Akashic Records. They're very very old, but they're also like energetic surgeons. So when I have like a really like hard time with the clearing, sometimes you get like um, during a clearing you kind of get these par- you'll see these kind of parasitic type of entities that will be inside of people's. I see it a lot inside people's guts, and they're yeah. like the middle of their body, like slowing down their digestion and this type of stuff. So I, I I call these these beings in during that time because they have these like little tools and lasers and they'll just they they're really good at removing that those little energies out that we don't need. So so yeah, they'll come in during um, any healing that they're needed. They're part of kind of my team or my group that I work with when I work with the client. It's not really just my spirit that's doing this. I can't even take credit for the things that that we do. It's, just, it's other spirits coming in and just giving me their energy, lending it to us to help these people. So, yeah. But the ETs are fun, and um, I do enjoy working with them a lot. I've worked, I've channeled the Palladians for people. I have, I had a client that was really connected to Palladians. I've channeled um, stuff, different, different beings, different groups. Depending on who I'm working with, they, everybody, like I said, everybody kind of has their own vibe or their own group, soul group. So I just kind of mesh in with whoever I'm working with and just kind of, you know, <laughs> become friends with their with their friends <laughs> and help to help them, you know, team up to help person. Oh, that's great. Well, you you touched on it lightly. Let's talk about clearing work because I, I know you've you've cleared a lot of uh, people and a lot of properties. I know yeah. that uh, you, you're kind of like me where. Um, sort of as a public service, you'll clear yeah. public areas that have issues. I do, I do, yeah, I do. I can't. I, I well, when I was in, I was just in Myrtle Beach last weekend, and I, I cleared the whole hotel when I got there. You know, the whole resort, I just kind of clear. And I all I do with clearing is I just close my eyes and I just, I just, I just visualize white light coming, like source light coming in from the top of the building and just flowing downward. And then everything that's not, like, light just kind of shifting up, up, you know, just kind of being pushed up, up into the light, being turned into light, transmuted. And it just kind of clears the energy. And it also gives opportunities for those lower energies to be loved because a lot of times they just want love, and I, you know, and that's all they're really there for. I had a client recently that was having issues with the energy. I'm like, this just wants to be loved, you know. So if you can, if you can find it in your heart to love these these beings, then they're not going to bother you anymore because you're going to love them, and you'll be able to give them what they need, and they can move on. You know, they're only there. She's a very beautiful spiritual worker too. So a lot of spiritual workers have a lot of problems with entities. You know, because we attract that because we're open, and they need help. These these um, lower vibrational entities, they need help, and they just they just want to be loved. You know, so um, 
whoever comes, you know, whatever energies I feel, I just love them. Like a mother, I say, I love you. I can love you. You're not too ugly for me to love you. You know, you're worthy of love. You know, I just feel it's easy for me to love these um, all vibrations, you know, and just to help them to shift and transition to a better place. So I do that as a service to them as well, not just to the people that are here, but really as, <laughs> as a friend to, to, you know, the ones that need it, that need that extra love. And I've noticed, too, um, people do create their own demons, I guess you could say, out of their – I've noticed um, pain on people. Like when I'm – some people are in a lot of pain when I – I meet them because I work with people that have just suffered traumas a lot of times or just have had a lot of really, you know, sad things happen in their lives and they're just dealing, carrying all this. So I notice sometimes I'll think it's a demonic presence that's with them, but when I start to put, to shine light on it, I'll see that it'll turn into like, I'll see that it's just pain that this person is kind of carrying with them that just needs to be loved more. So I'll just, we just give it love, and then just the pain can basically ascend and go back into turn to light again and be recycled. So it's just kind of they're not really separate. A lot of times the the entities are not separate from the people that they're on. They're a part of them, but they're just they're created from them. You know, and sometimes they'll even come outside. Like they'll, they will live inside them for so long, and then they start to come outside, and then they're perceiving them. Whoa, what's this little? What's this like dark thing? And it's not really something separate. It's just coming coming to you for love, you know. So it's just it's interesting how they're created because energy is just created by our intentions and our thoughts, you know. And it's just same with these other little presences that nobody loves, you know. <laughs> you know, like these little dark things that nobody loves or wants to have around, you know. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, I have. I kind of have a different approach. Like I just think, okay, you know, I don't, they don't I'm not afraid of that. So my, so my, like my advice to people that are that are having struggles is like, don't be afraid of these little of these things. They can't hurt you. They're so, they're so afraid of you. They're so, they, they're just all fear, you know. So you may feel fearful when they're near you, but it's just because they need you. You need to be loved, you know. So just find love in your heart and just direct it towards that fear, and it will just turn that into love as well. So Everything wants to be loved. It's not gonna. They're gonna just accept the love and move on, and their vibration will raise. You know, because in spirit, like your vibration can go up in a second. You know, if you're not in a body weighing you down, you can just go, okay, I'm loved now. I'm no longer fear. I just move up. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you 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 provide wonderful segues in the new areas. Uh, let's talk about fear. I mean, the planet right now seems to have so many people who are, who are filled filled with fear and anxiety and wondering why they're here and if they've had a touch of spirituality, why are they stuck here? They'd prefer not to be here. They prefer to be on a different place. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, on all this fear that's being generated? Oh, oh, my goodness. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> you know, I feel like a, a lot of this is coming through now. Um, a lot of this fear is coming from, like, fear of their own potential as well, like fear of just living life big, going big, taking those risks, making changes. 
fear of change, I think, is the biggest thing. But you have to change. You cannot be on the planet and not be willing to change. That's not how a human life works. It's here. We're here as humans to continuously be changing. So I think a lot of the fear is coming from either not being willing to change, being afraid to change, um, not knowing how to change their life. You know, a lot of people feel unhappy and just not content, not fulfilled, but they don't really know why they're not happy. They just have this, this energy around them that's just kind of bringing them down. You know, so it's really going back in. So what I tell people is to start with, if they're having, you know, they want to change their life, they want to not be afraid anymore to live, they have to go back into their, their heart and ask themselves, if I could do anything in the world, what would I be doing? What do I want? What do I want? People do things because they feel like they have to. They have no choice. But we have choice. We do have choices. We can change our lives, but we have to just change one thing at a time. So I tell people, give your start, like, putting yourself on the list and start being kind to yourself. Because as adults, like, we're not going to get, like, gold stars for being a good kid, like, in kindergarten, you know. You have to give yourself a reward. So I tell people to reward themselves. Don't be afraid to, to give to yourself, too, and take that stop for a minute. If you're going too fast, slow down. It's okay. It's going to be okay. You don't have to run at a million miles an hour constantly to, to um, make your goals happen, too. It's okay to slow down and do something that you love to do. Do something simple. Give yourself a gift each day, a reward. Plan it ahead of time. Say maybe it's like your favorite cup of coffee. It could be something simple. Maybe you take a nature walk. Maybe you sleep in an extra hour one morning a week just to give yourself a break. Whatever it is that you need, if you're needing more rest or you're needing more fun or whatever you're lacking, Start giving it to yourself in small doses so you become used to caring for yourself more and, and allowing yourself to receive. People give, 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 and they don't receive. They, they're waiting for someone else to give something to them. It's not the way that it works. We have to be willing to give to ourselves, invest in ourselves. So to be able to create that change in your state of mind, in your life, and creating a life that you, that's worth living, that you want to live. So that's what I would say. That's what I say to people. <laughs> oh, that's Not being afraid, you know, to just give to yourself. Not being afraid to, des to, to deserve more, to ask for more, to expect more, to expect love. Mm-hmm. Well, if we talk about the, the really high vibration stuff, uh, obviously, you felt it, I felt it, Violet's felt it. Uh, over the past uh, four or five, six years, we're really zooming upward in vibration. Uh, where is that taking us from your point of view? Um, from my point of view, I see that the earth is already, um, re the, like the souls on the earth, the human bodies on the earth, are living, are residing in different states of being. So um, we're in the same physical state, on the same physical space, but vibrationally or dimensionally we're not. So I see some people are residing still in just the third dimension alone, body and mind. Okay, so let's just separate body and mind. So then I'm seeing some people are living in our state of being in the fourth dimension, a little bit higher. 
the fifth, and then I'm also I'm seeing us transitioning more to the sixth dimension, which is like where you would think higher, like Christ consciousness level. Okay, I'm just maybe it's not called the sixth dimension, but I'm that's just I'm using that as an example. So we're moving towards the Christ consciousness um, level here on the planet for everyone to be able to reside in that state of being, that peaceful state of being, even though we're still on the planet while we're on the planet. So basically creating heaven on earth, that's what I see as being the ascension, how we're ascending upwards. So we're not physically leaving this planet. Well, some people are, but not that's we're staying on the planet, but we're creating a different state of being here. So you're basically bringing the heavenly energy, that love here to the third dimension to raise the vibration, your own, their own vibration into that state of awareness. Because in my world, where I live, there's no hate, there's no violence. There, I'm not aware of any of this. I'm only aware of love. I'm only aware of kindness and joy because that's what I, I choose to, like, surround myself with. You know, so people can also choose to just rise above and only be aware of um, the things that, that make them feel good. Yeah. So that's I, what I, I suppose that... Yeah, as, as a metaphor, we, we could say um, we're all asleep here, and this is a dream that we're in, and for some people it's truly a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And we're, yeah. we're gently nudging them, trying to say, okay, time to start rousing yeah. yourself and, and yeah. seeing that this is a dream. Yeah, I mean, basically I see people that the, the, basically the more connected they are to their higher self, to who they really are, the more awake they are. So basically, when I see some people, their their higher self's really far away. I can't even connect to their higher self sometimes because they're just not even in that. They're not in that same state. They're not there yet, you know. So it takes time to kind of raise that vibration slowly over time. But it's really just setting the intention and just thinking of finding the good, focusing on what is good. There's always bad. There's always good. But you have to try to choose what you want to focus your energy on. You know, and what you really want to concentrate on is looking for the silver lining, looking for the, the best in every situation, regardless of where you are, you know, and what what's happening to you. Because there are bad things happening on the planet. And there are also a lot of really great things. So it's just trying to shift to being more, having gratitude for for even being here to begin with. You know, just being thankful to wake up and be here. Sometimes that's all people have is that, you know depending on what their life is like. Yeah. Well, very inspirational. Thank you. Um, Well, as we we wind up the show, how can people get a hold of you if they'd like to have a consultation? Okay. They can um, call me or message me. Um, My number is 803-322-4180. Or they can also email me at my business name is Cosmic Angel LLC. They can email me at Cosmic Angel LLC at yahoo.com. Um, they, I also have a Facebook page as well called Cosmic Angel. So they can also find me on Facebook either under Emily Blank or under Cosmic Angel. Yeah, I'd love to hear from some folks. <laughs> well, this has been wonderful. Um, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Violet. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. 
Thank you. It's been awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, for the listeners, uh, our next show is actually going to feature me, Dave the Mystic. So uh, I look forward to talking about what I do and seeing those tough questions that come from Violet and Jason. So <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening today. And uh, this has been wonderful. Uh, we, we always enjoy thank it, you. and we hope you enjoy it, too. So thank you. My name is Davina. I'm a reader here at DYSG, and I've been psychic since I was a small child. I'm gifted with sight, hearing, knowing, and feeling. I have gone public and have been reading for the last five years, full-time, so for over a year. I would be happy to serve you. I'm able to talk to your higher self, spirit guides, angels, sometimes passed over loved ones come through. I don't choose who comes through to speak to me. I just ask that it's for your highest good and of the light. I am here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts from 10 to 5 on Fridays. Hi, I'm Rochelle Kemper. I am a Restoration Master Healer. I work through people's energy grid as I see it. Um, I call it grid working. And um, I also work with Mother Gaia and the ley lines of the, of the earth. But I also see that and can translate it around somebody's energy body. I got into this through working with another teacher that was showing us to look around a body or an energy body. And I realized that I could see colors. And so when I pinpointed the color... Then she made me trace it all the way back. She said, you have to trace it all the way back to the origin. And once I did that, I realized that I could see around people in what looks like an Excel grid sheet. And we get things stuck in that grid sheet or we get formulas that are blown. And I help people restore those grids through different energies. It could be dragon energy, archangel energy, colors, flowers, all sorts. of. Everybody works with something different. And I help bring those through to restore your grids. You can find me at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts in Historic Downtown Littleton. I work at this center on Wednesdays and Thursdays between 10 and 5. Hi, this is Kevin Oakstreet. I am an Oracle and Tarot reader at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts on Tuesdays from 10 to 5. A little background, I've been developing my gifts over a long time, and just recently I felt like a light was switched on, and I got a lot of support and guidance from those close to me. As I've been developing these gifts, I've known that I wanted to become a healer and to help others as well. And I would love to help you unlock your hidden potential. Discover Connection Awaken Sacredness Become Empowered Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio